The U.S. stocks now join the Treasury sell-off. The U.S. dollar pushes higher on hawkish Federal Reserve bets. The weak outlook from Walmart and Home Depot yesterday didn't really help improve the mood on the other hand, while Nvidia is expected to announce a 60% drop in its earnings today. But hey, Nvidia is still a strong buy among investors as most investors still love the new chips and the AI is seen as a guarantee of future growth. So welcome, this is Swisscoats Daily Market Talk. Well, we knew that the week in the U.S. wouldn't start on a brilliant note, and it didn't. First, the sell-off in U.S. Treasuries accelerated as the hawkish Federal Reserve bets remained in charge of the market rhetoric amid last week's inflation data from the U.S. that came in softer than expected by analysts. But the rest of the data, like the retail sales and manufacturing, for example, were strong and strong enough for calling for more rate hikes from the Federal Reserve in the coming months. So the U.S. two-year yield was again above the 3.70% mark yesterday, whereas the 10-year yield flirted with the 4% psychological mark for the very first time since last November. And on the economic data front, the preliminary PMI in the U.S. came in better than expected for February, and the services PMI even ticked above the 50 mark into the expansion zone for the very first time since last July. So the strong economic data further fueled the Fed hawks yesterday. But this time, the stock sold off as well, despite the strong, strong economic data from the U.S. Because in the corporate space, while the weak outlook from both Walmart and Home Depot came somehow as a warning that the strength of the U.S. economy may actually not last forever. And while Walmart CEO even said that economic indicators, thinner household balance sheets and lower savings rates are the major risks to their business this year. But still, both retailers announced better than expected results in the latest quarter. And well, Home Depot even said that they will be spending 1 billion US dollars to increase the hourly wages for their staff. So that's certainly something that didn't please the Fed Chair Jerome Powell, who actually wants the US solid jobs market to give in a little bit of that strength to... Well, uh, low inflation to fall further toward the 2% mark in the US. And while increasing people's wages is certainly not the right way to go. But anyway, despite gap opening lower yesterday, Walmart could even reverse losses and end the session some point 60% higher, while Home Depot kept lower as well at the open, but then kept on sliding to the end of the session and ended the session 7% lower. And the divergence between Home Depot and Walmart is not surprising as higher inflation does help Walmart bring in more clients as they sell lower margin but higher necessity goods like groceries for example and they make good discounts on their products even though the latter are not necessarily good for their profitability but hey times are obviously difficult for everyone and well Last month's 3% jump in the retail sales in the US, remember released last week, also gives hope that the weakness of consumer demand, as everyone has been predicting since so long right now, may not happen 
overnight or may not happen at all if you ask those who are actually betting for that no landing scenario right now. But this being said, the no landing bets still remain under the dark shadow of higher US yields this Tuesday. The S&P 500 dived 2% at yesterday's trading session below the minor 23.6% Fibonacci retracement on the latest October to February rally and below the 4,000 psychological mark. Nasdaq 100 on the other hand slips 2.41% yesterday and closed the day a few points above the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement and obviously falling below that level will send the Nasdaq 100 index into the bearish consolidation zone. And well, this negative correlation between stocks and bonds since the beginning of this year where stocks rallied and bonds fell, that was the exact opposite of what we have predicted at the start of this year or by the end of last year, well, maybe coming to an end as in the absence of that recession talk, well, the Federal Reserve expectations will continue driving the markets and the increasingly hawkish Federal Reserve expectations are bad for both stock and bond valuations. But they are actually supportive of the US dollar and while the dollar index is now testing two important technical resistances to the upside. The first one is the minor 23.6% Fibonacci retracement on the end of September to the beginning of February retreat in the US dollar, which actually gave that much needed space to breathe to other currencies like Euro, for example. And well, the second is the dollar index is also about to step back into its long-term bullish trend that was building since 2021 to 2022. But it's still too early to talk about medium-term bearish reversal in the dollar because looking at the euro dollar daily chart, for example, we actually see that the pair has been under a decent selling pressure since the beginning of February, but the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement, which would finally call the end of the actual positive trend, is still a ways to go. It stands a touch below the 105 mark. But of course, we know that the Federal Reserve is capable of going much, much further than the market expectations because remember, the markets expected just a few rate hikes last year from the Fed, whereas well, the Fed hiked by more than 400 basis points during the course of last year. And given the strength of the economic data nowadays, well, there is no reason to make the Fed stop hiking the interest rates above that 5% level that it was pointing at. And Goldman now thinks that the Fed will raise the interest rates by 25 basis points at the March, May, and June meetings and well City thinks that the peak Fed rate will be around 6%. And while speaking of these interest rate hikes, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand hiked its interest rates by 50 basis points today after a three-month break, while the bank still warned that the cyclone Gabriel could lead to rising inflation and output disruptions in the near term, and that rebuilding work will increase the economic activity in the coming years, which is also positive for inflation. So the best contribution that monetary policy can make is to free up some resources elsewhere by slowing demand through a higher interest rates, bank said. Well, that's quite fair enough. The letter gave a boost to the Kiwi at today's trading session, but whether the Kiwi dollar could hold above the 200-day moving average and above the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on the latest rally will depend on the 
US dollar appetite, of course. So today, the FOMC minutes will be closely watched by investors. We know that the Fed will sound concerned with the strong US jobs market and will point at the resilience of the US economy to continue hiking the interest rates in the US. So the chances are that the minutes from the Fed will be hawkish and could further weigh on the market sentiment. But there is always a chance that the market sees the glass half full rather than half empty. Now, on the corporate calendar today, Amedia will report its fourth quarter earnings after the market closed today. The revenue is expected to fall by more than 20% compared to last year, and earnings per share is seen more than 60% lower. So there is obviously nothing brilliant when you look at the expectations front, and it's totally in line with the other chip makers latest results because Samsung, for example, reported a 97% profit drop last quarter and Intel even expects a loss for the current quarter. But, 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 there is always a but. The picture for Nvidia seems to be a bit brighter than its competitors and that thanks to the AI mania, which is expected to boost demand for Nvidia chips specifically, the much expected launch of its new graphic card and its RTX video super resolution integrated into the next Chrome and Edge browser updates. So Nvidia's share price has more than doubled since its October dip and the stock remains Remains a strong, strong buy when you look at the analyst recommendations out there. The most optimistic forecast actually in the CNN's money survey for the Nvidia stock reaches the $325 per share, which would be some 57% rebound in the next 12 months compared to the actual levels. Yes, but Nvidia shares could well dip before they trend higher as well the reversal of the overall market mood and the rising hawkish Federal Reserve expectations will will likely weigh on Nvidia valuation as well, which has been heavily, heavily hit by the tightening financial conditions in the US last year, remember? And well, we don't really see the end of that tightening chip market just yet, because when I'm looking at the latest figures, South Korea's chip exports fell nearly 45% in January. So if the sell-off continues in the chip stocks, well, $170, $185 range could still be interesting for those looking to enter a long position at a potential dip for Nvidia. I will leave below the link of our latest Swiss article for those who are actually interested to read more on the subject and I will leave it here for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me today and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.